Jordan. Ian. What is 50% business opportunity, 100% pyramid scheme? Horoscope? No. Two guys. Hello and welcome to episode 5 of Two Guys What's Up. My name is Ian and I am here after my week of recovery with my favourite champion swimmer, Jordan. Hello everybody. To be honest, I am really terrible at swimming. Though I was the fastest during my conception out of the millions of sperm. So that's something, I suppose. You can imagine how crap the rest of them were. I am so very proud of you, Jordan. Thank you. By the way, I just need to say a little update for anyone out there. We are now on Apple Podcasts. And have been for the past three weeks. What happened there then, Ian? (laughs) Go go on, tell us. Okay, right. So with not being on Apple, that was our fault. We just didn't know that we had to upload in a certain file type. We did our research, it said one thing, Apple were like, no, do it this way. But we didn't know that, but now we know that, so now we're on there. So anyone that is actually starting up podcasts for themselves, don't upload MP3s. (laughs) Yes. Like 95% of the internet tell you to. Yes, use AACs. Apple Audio Codec something. I (laughs) can't. Two minutes in, first beat. (laughs) I'm sorry, Apple, please don't take my iPhone away from me. (laughs) Please don't mute the podcast. (laughs) Don't censor us. (laughs) Speaking of our bad, it's come to our attention that we actually recorded a few episodes to kind of try and be ahead of the curve. Mm -hmm. Because my good friend and beautiful co-host here, Jordan, was going away for the Christmas break, we didn't take into account that we were now always going to be three weeks ahead. So last week we were talking about Christmas and it's almost February. Yeah, makes sense. (laughs) So from today we are going to be living in the present and uploading accordingly. So we won't be doing an Easter episode, for example, when you're all sick of chocolate. Is that ever possible though? (laughs) I don't know. It depends how much chocolate you eat at Easter (laughs) and it means we also won't be doing a Valentine's episode three weeks after you're already sick of your new other half (laughs) anyway so that's the formalities out of the way so on to more important things how are you I see that actually you survived your chest buster incident yes absolutely I did thank god it was touch and go for a minute really but to be Mm. honest it was a perfect amount of time away for a bit of tasty R&R I think and it benefited us both really because we have today decided to actually be able to try and bear each other's company and be in the same room while recording we are for the first time, actually, since the start of the podcast. Also, and first time in quite a while, to be honest. Yeah, well, actually seeing each other. Yeah, yeah. That is true, yeah. yeah. I mean, that is on purpose, though. <laughs> so we're making history. It's <laughs> either the first or potentially the last. And I'm regretting it already. <laughs> yes. Although the smell of garlic from Christmas is still lingering, so that's helping. How have you been? I'm all right. I'm doing well. The exercise bike New Year's resolution is continuing. Um, seven successful days out of the nine days of the year thus far. No, 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 no. Today's the 30th of January. We're living in the present. Oh, that's true. Uh, I'll make something up. So 29 days out of the 30th. I am so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. So either way, I'm pretty pleased. But I've even introduced you to my post-workout snack. You have indeed. And I'm not quite sure I am able to even look at you anymore because it is the oddest combination I've ever heard of in my life. But it's lovely. It's well, sweet and salty. Can I explain what that is? <laughs> yeah, please tell <laughs> the audience. Now, please tell the audience what that is because I think they've got some bizarre ideas in their mind right now. <laughs> so, okay, Ian, do you like apples? I do like apples. Like the fruit, not just the company, the product. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm yes. i to fruit. <laughs> I do like apples, yes. And do you like peanut butter? Sometimes. I like the Kit Kat okay. peanut butter. The Kit okay. Kat chunky ones. So imagine that you are combining mm-hmm. sliced bits of apple mm-hmm. with a thin layer of spread on peanut butter. So it's like a Kit Kat, yeah. only the chocolate and the wafer is an apple. It's something healthy. Yeah. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> I'm 100 Crunchy Ian. 
Stick your apples. <laughs> but it's really nice. And actually, just after you've had a little workout, it's light. It doesn't overfill you. It's just really nice. It's light, so you can perfectly and very easily throw it into the bin. <laughs> I will try it, you know, just just to say that I have done it. So next time I take the piss out of you for it, I actually have a, a bit of stance behind my argument. Uh, well, you might not be able to, because you might be full of apple and peanut butter in your mouth. <laughs> so anyway, I've got some news to share to everybody. Oh, go on. So uh, a good friend of mine called Dan, who also kindly listens to the podcast, did say to me, and I quote, Hey, Jordan, I had a lucid dream last night, and I asked about the time. Sure enough, everyone turned on me. Oh, no way. It was the simultaneous nature of the reaction that I found the most interesting. It was like NPCs in a video game. Now, I know you're not a gamer. Do you know what NPCs are? Um, a non-payable connetto. Close. <laughs> so a non-player character. Right. So like the computer animated character. So those are the mindless people that wander around yeah. to make it look like the city is actually populated. Yeah, and not just you. Not just me. Exactly. Which would be better. <laughs> so he felt like they were all NPCs in a video game. Okay. So first of all, he said he tried it with one person, mm-hmm. got that reaction, yeah. and then tried it with several other groups of people and got the same reaction. Oh, wow. So I'm wondering if there is kind of something to it. Absolutely, yeah. You should tell him to try the whole ice cream sundae thing as well and see if that... Oh, yeah, where you're not preempting that it's going to be this Yeah, awful so yeah, your brain thinks it will be this and that's what it then turns into. Yeah, anyone listening, please do get in touch and tell us if you've had similar experiences. I am very intrigued about this. Yeah, absolutely, please do. If you're at home and you can lucid dream and you have tried this or you're willing to try this for two guys and science, <laughs> then please do and let us know. Yes, would be, be much appreciative, yes. Links in how to talk to us are in the description. Anyway, so what have you been up to? Uh, some stuff, really. Uh, working mainly. Should we let everyone know, by the way? I'm sorry I'm cutting into your answer here. Because we are together, we are celebrating and having a little drink, aren't we? Yes, we are indeed. Um, which is something I don't often participate in, obviously. Me neither. <laughs> so uh, this dry January went really well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Well, it is, it is our birthdays this month, so I think we were That's screwed true. from the beginning, to be honest. That is true, yeah. So, cheers. Cheers, me old... If you do hear any noises like... Or... Or... Then you'll know what it is. <laughs> so, actually, what have you been up to? Uh, I finally found Harry Potter's number. I've been at Hogwarts getting the help that I so desperately needed after I was infected with Crabladors. <laughs> dirty, dirty, crispy babies. Um... <laughs> That was self-inflicted, I've got no sympathy. Well, I didn't know that would be the outcome, what was I supposed to do? But I have been declared alien-free, and I was released about an hour ago, and I am feeling fine. Very good, okay. So, today we're recording in a very special location. We are indeed. said that we're together, but we are in fact in your parents' house. Way back from episode two of the podcast. Which means we are officially recording in the most haunted house in Yorkshire. (laughs) That was really good. Thank you. (laughs) That wasn't me. (laughs) (laughs) It started already. Actually, Ian, what are you drinking? Uh, This, uh, this is a fine aged Ribena. Ah, it's really harsh on my throat. (laughs) Uh, It burns. I've actually got filtered water, H2O, as the cool kids call it. Even seen it in bottles at the pub, I don't know if you've seen it, but for some reason it's always coloured orange and the H is replaced with a J. Strange. Maybe it's been put there specifically for you. And the J stands for Jordan. J2O. Jordan Oh, that was very clever of them. (laughs) 
How did they know? They just know when you're going to be. They track you. Did they? Uh, yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't tell anyone anything. But yes, we are indeed at my parents' house today, and I have some interesting news for you as well, Jordan. Crablador, the alien that crashed into my bedroom last week and caused me so much pain, has managed to win over the hearts of my family and has actually become a lodger here in my parents' house. Can you believe it? But I haven't seen him. Yeah, he's about. Um, he's actually living in my old bedroom, nonetheless. Talk about rubbing salt into the busted-out chest wound. Anyway, I'm sure that builder ghost in your bedroom is pleased to see a different sight. Yeah, I'll bet. Poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, good old Krabby, he couldn't fix his ship, the poor guy. Ah. He's, he's about somewhere, in fact. I wonder if Kev's about here. No, I saw him walking around in Lidl the other day. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's got himself some place in town or something. I'm sure it's a nice little place. But I mean, actually, little, because he is only three foot two. Those pesky tiny greys. Oh, yeah, your favourites. <laughs> good on him. You know, while I was recovering, I actually got a chance to listen to some old bands I haven't heard in a while. And uh, I rediscovered a band called Opeth. Have you heard of them? Opeth, never heard of them. Opeth. It reminds me of Apeth. Oh, yeah. It's something my grandma used to say. She used to always say, oh, you daft Apeth. And what does that mean? Um, apparently it's like old English for fool. Like, you daft fool. You daft Apeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. I can't hear the, the resemblance to latter-day English. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the recurrence of the chest buster? Yeah. <laughs> Either that or my granddad's got me. So you are sat right next to the cooker. I am, yeah. Mm-hmm. If that goes wrong, <laughs> Yeah, so Opeth, for anyone who doesn't know at home, they are a band who used to play metal, but they were very melodic as well, so songs were about 10-minute epics. They had some screamy parts, some real soft parts, they were really good musicians, so it was all really intricate and very clever, but now they've moved on and they've progressed to proggy sort of stuff. Okay. Anyway, they were introduced to me by a very good friend whose name, for the sake of anonymity, on the podcast, and I'm sure you won't mind me using this, because I'm actually the only one who called him it, Okay. but I'm going to use his nickname, and that name was Moonback. Okay, and why is that? Well, the reason I'm the only one that called him it, and the reason why I called him it, is because... And this is another prime example of my ridiculously stupid memory, because this was about 20 years ago. This was when we first really discovered YouTube. Okay. And we were sat at his parents' house, and he was on the computer... And we were going, let's look up something funny. What did, what did we search? You know, before we knew what tags were, or before we could use search terms or anything like that, we were just like, comedy, lol funny and he was on the computer sat in the computer chair and I just for some reason looked down and on his back (laughs) on his t-shirt it looked like a little crater where someone must have just like pinched his shirt or something and it just like left a little crater and I was like "Uh, (laughs) your back looks like a moon (laughs) so from that day forward I called him moonback Excellent, okay. And that was while you were waiting for the keyboard cap video to load or something. Yes, absolute bongo cap. (laughs) Anyway, um, Opeth have a song called Ghost of Perdition, and there is a fantastic misheard lyric in it. And it sounds like they say, The devil cracks the earth the shelf and told you he was the one. He walked into the room and said, You have to leave your funky tie on. Okay, so that's the misheard lyric, or the real lyric? That is is the misheard lyric. Okay. If you want me to tell you the real lyric, the lyric is... Devil cracked the earthly shell, foretold she was the one, blew hope into the room and said, you have to live before you die young. I still prefer the funky tie-on. Absolutely. Who couldn't prefer the funky (laughs) (laughs) tie-on? I will leave links to them all because I am terrified of copyright, so I'm not going to play them for you. Yeah, we were debating to actually play some of these, but yeah, I don't know if do we feel might. Like we should? Get, I, don't know. I don't know. I think we might get taken down, and I'm I'm too fragile. You've been like physically tackled. Yes, absolutely. Yes, okay. Apple will helicopter through my gaping hole in my bedroom wall. The Crabbador. <laughs> what you were going to say? <laughs> Apple have been up there for ages, mate. <laughs> quite like it when you get a call don't you absolutely yeah <laughs> <It's a> tingle <laughs> 
<laughs> I have to punch myself in the gut to answer it. <laughs> no, I'm just nice pouring into the water. Excuse me. I thought it was Ribena. Yeah, because of course you're the, you're the water guy, aren't you? Yeah, just pouring myself for Ribena. Strong Ribena, that. Yeah, Ribena and Coke. <laughs> I must say, I am actually drinking absolute watermelon. But I mean, it should no, be. No, you, Jordan, you're an absolute watermelon. <laughs> I should have known that's what everyone calls me. <laughs> or worse. Um, we should say we're not affiliated with Absolute Vodka oh, yeah, this or isn't, anyone this isn't else. A sponsor or anything. <laughs> but if they want to, they can. Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Yeah. I, will, I will drink you on every podcast. Um, anyway, back to the topic at hand. Opeth, uh, they have another song uh, that is called The Baying of the Hounds. And it has another lyric that it sounds like they say, everyone you love is a dead burger. That sounds like something you would say. <laughs> I remember these two lyrics, actually, my friend Moonback told me about. I remember we were driving around the seafront, and he was like, you should listen to this bit. Fast forward in this, like, three-hour-long song, like, like, to get to the bit where he's like, everyone you love's a dead burger. <laughs> and just both burst out laughing. Do you know what the original lyric was? Um, everyone you loved is a death burden. Oh, okay. I prefer dead burger. Yeah, dead burger's a bit better. Tastier, but too. For anyone interested at the moment, the song that I'm currently obsessed with by Opeth is a song called The Wild Flowers. Okay, why is that? Which is dead cool. It's just, I just heard it for the first time the other day and I was just like, this shit kicks! <laughs> is that one of the lyrics too in there? <laughs> yeah. Opeth, actually on a spooky note, uh, to be in keeping with recording in... The most haunted house in England! <laughs> That's right, Jordan. It's once said that as they were recording an album and it came to recording the lyrics, the singer was in the booth and apparently heard a cough over his shoulder and uh, no one else was in the booth with him. Apparently it was like a little soundproof square that just was enough room for him and the cough was even on the recording. Oh, okay. How spooky. Is that why they sang Funky Tie On? Maybe. <laughs> like you're not dressed smart enough. You've got to keep your funky tie on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but to be the absolute biggest tease in the world, uh, as well as not putting the snippets of the songs into this episode, cannot also, for the life of me, remember which song or album that cough was on. So, Mr. Moonback, I know you're listening. I hope you're having a lovely day today, by the way. Would you mind helping me fill in the rest of our listeners for me, please? If you can remember the album or the song or any info on it, please just drop me a message and I will drop it into the link for this episode. Thank you, Mr. Moonback. And as a bonus <laughs> little fact for you, on the last subject of Opeth, uh, they also have a song called Alting Tarslut. That honestly sounds like what they play at our local church on a Sunday morning. <laughs> that is our town for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, misheard lyrics. Uh, Jordan, have you got any for us? I f***ing love them. Um, Tell me them right now. Yeah, this band called Opeth. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like um, something my granny used to say. Okay, so you probably named a really cool band. And now my <laughs> first example is Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> so, back to the previous episode, you know which one's a yeah. <laughs> so the song is called Blank Space, and the chorus, I just completely hear it as, gotta love these Starbucks lovers, they'll tell you I'm insane. And even after weeks of me hearing this on the radio, mm -hmm. I just thought to myself, what a weird lyric. And I thought, I'm gonna have to Google this. So I did, and it turns out the actual lyric is, got a long list of ex-lovers. That makes more sense. It does. And the lyric that I have always heard when I listen to the song. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you do like Starbucks, I mean, you do you. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. No shame here. Uh, there is I, mean, I, I love <laughs> also. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to judge you? So, another one I've got, I only realised while we're recording our debut episode, when you were doing the guess the band or the song title quiz at the end. Oh, yeah. In Book Rogers by Feeder, mm -hmm. you enlightened me as being... Buy a house in Devon, drink cider from a lemon. 
And I always thought it was, buy a house in Devon, drink cider from 11, as if it was 11am. Yeah, yeah. So, so I had 22 years of this song existing on this planet, and I was convinced they were just alcoholics. <laughs> that poor band, you like, I'm not listening to them. <laughs> they drink cider from 11. <laughs> I drink from half past. <laughs> I drink from half ten. <laughs> while we're on the, uh, the subject of music, and uh, also while I, I'm on the subject of Moonback... It reminded me of a story uh, when he and I were at college and we were walking together to get to his car and I saw a magpie and it got me thinking, uh, you know that nursery rhyme or, or the song or the, the poem, I can't remember, I'm not sure what it is, it's one it for sorrow. It is a nursery rhyme. Is it a nursery rhyme? Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for enlightening me. Uh, the one for sorrow, two for joy, etc, etc, the, the, the rhyme thing. Like, what if that list just never ends? So okay. what if there's an eternal list for every potential outcome and for every in any situation in the world? So it's like... One for sorrow, two for joy, and then an hour later you're at 1,306 for you'll be beaten by a grave robber. 1,307 for a granny will give you a clobber. (laughs) 1,308, bang your head on the garage door. 1,309 for the rest of the day you'll feel sore. (laughs) (laughs) 1,899,999,000. Is this your Alexa that you've told to you? (laughs) Yeah, hold it over. You keep going. (laughs) Keep going, Alexa. (laughs) My wife can't sleep because she's sick of the noise. So, Jordan, tell me, uh, while we're on the subject of music... In the most haunted house in Europe! What was that? Did you hear that? What the fuck? I hear nothing. I choose to ignore them now. (laughs) Otherwise they come to me in my sleep. (laughs) Good luck tonight. It's fine, I lucid dream. Uh, Can you remember how you got into music, Jordan? Do you mean playing or listening? Well, both. Either. Neither. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) What's music? (laughs) Can you explain it? Um, Get Crabladar to tell me that. (laughs) I heard he downloaded it to his brain. (laughs) I've always been interested in music. I've always listened to music as a young child. See, I didn't. That's weird. Really? Yeah. It makes sense now. Why, because I'm just a musician. (laughs) (laughs) That hairy ape on the Cadbury advert. That's the one, yeah. (laughs) They told me they wouldn't release my identity. <laughs> well, well. So uh, I've always listened to music, but what got me into playing guitar mm-hmm. was a singing comedian right. who also plays acoustic guitar mm-hmm. called Stephen Lynch. Right. And Stephen Lynch has, I think, maybe four albums out now, four, maybe five albums, and I love them. I mean, they're kind of corny and a little bit cheesy, but of I think it's brilliant. Well, excuse you. <laughs> um, so I don't know exactly what song it was, but it was one of his first two albums. So I ended up thinking, I want to play these songs because I want to be funny. Of course, yeah. Even though I, I can't sing. And at that point, I couldn't play it is, either. It's so. funny because you, you, you can't sing, you can't play guitar, <laughs> you're not funny. <laughs> I was hoping maybe one of them would stick. Does he have black hair? <laughs> <laughs> Smousy brown. <laughs> oh, God. There's nothing going for me. He's also a man. (laughs) But it inspired me. And actually, my first song, I worked out the chords from a video online. Oh, wow. I mean, I had a sense of what some of the chords were. Yeah. But yeah, so what I ended up doing was working out all of his albums. Wow. And and I posted the chords and the lyric submission online. To him. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's the thing. So, loads of my chords and lyric submissions for existing songs are on ultimateguitar.com. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, and Stephen Lynch, his notorious thing is that he forgets his own songs, and he genuinely does. So people in his back catalogue, he's like, I don't remember when they're shouting stuff out. Mm-hmm. So he tweeted once with a screenshot saying, just learning this backstage feverishly after 
after a show right. and it was my submission you can see my name in it no way <laughs> so he was actually <laughs> learning from my learning time from you yeah. it's a shame it was wrong <laughs> when other played metallica <laughs> So actually, that's a genuine thing. Well, and since, uh, his career's taken dive since. Of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I heard he plays drums now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, how about you? How did you get into music? Uh, well, yeah, I'm not really sure. I mean, like I said to you a second ago, like music was never really part of my upbringing. No one in my family is musical. I'm, my brother tried guitar okay. and gave up after two weeks, I think. Uh, but he probably, he's probably going to listen to this and be like, no, it was four and a half weeks. <laughs> but um, the, the, the only bit of musical influence that I really got from my dad was um, the fact that I now love Jeff Wayne's musical version of The War of the Worlds. And oh, yes. uh, fun fact about that, uh, when my second son was born, he's a year and a half now, so uh, when he was born, that was the only thing that I'd listen to on an evening. So when he'd wake up in the middle of the night I'd go through there I'd put my phone on real quiet in the corner and just listen to that because it's an interesting it's a story it's really musical it's um, kind of creepy actually it's kind of creepy yeah which is you know all about my vibe it's uh, <laughs> it's technical it's a story in itself it's real interesting so I just used to put that on and play it in the background but then ever since then I played it every single night so for the last one year and about eight months I have played that and listened to it at least once a day, sometimes more. <laughs> what, even now? Even now, yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Every, every night it's my good sleep album, and sometimes if I'm bored I'll listen to it at work. And you but... just fall asleep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> should be drive for work, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no one knows that. <laughs> It'll make everyone scared to go on the roads. <laughs> So yeah, I've listened yeah. to that at least once every single day for the last year and a half. And I will continue to because I love it. But it's, enough, uh, yeah. actually, when I go to bed, my wife always goes to bed before me. And I always join her about an hour or so later. So she's asleep. I'll get into bed, put my earphones in, put my arm around it. And I'll do this sort of guitar hero thing. So like, so I, I don't know if you know. if you Start do strumming. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I've heard of card fingering, but <laughs> Jesus. No, what? Right, hang on, right. Let me, let me bring this back. What I do is, so, you know, like Guitar Hero, you have the, the five buttons with your left hand. <laughs> For sake, I'm never going to get anywhere with this hammer. Right, right. I'll talk to you at home. Screw you, Jordan. <laughs> Right, so you have Guitar Hero, you've got the five buttons that you play along to the notes with, like the and you play them with your five fingers. F*** off. I can see it <laughs> seething in the corner. But um, I don't know if everyone knows The War of the Worlds, but like, there's a famous bit of music, it's like, and I will always attribute notes to my fingers, so I'll tap on my wife back in, in time, and like I'll do like a sort of Guitar Hero thing. You've ruined that for me. <laughs> I'll have to call this out now, go over <laughs> Never listen to it again. But yeah, uh, so that's the only sort of thing I got from my dad. So I guess it, it probably has a better chance of coming from my mum's side. Why is that? Well, my mum was a tambourine. <laughs> oh, shit. Actually, speaking of my parents, we should probably try and keep it down because they're getting a bit old and they don't yeah. really have all their bearings. Ah, shit. Here comes my mum. Who the f*** are you two? Call the fire brigade! Mum, mum, it's okay. It's, it's Ian, your son, and, and Jordan. Come on, you know Jordan. Yeah? He's uglier than I remember. F***ing what? What's going on here? Oh, hi, Krabby, you stud muffin. Come on, you. Let's go watch us some catchphrase. One sec. Let me grab this bottle of vodka. And the cigarettes. Darling. Oh, hi, Dad. I didn't see you there. Shut your stinking gob, son. Uh, okay. Darling, what's going on? We've grown so far apart. 
Are you f***ing Crabladder? Don't be silly. Of course not. We should just tell him. Okay, why don't you three head off to the living room and work this out? Come on, shoot, we're busy recording. In the most haunted house in the United Kingdom! Not now, Jordan. Sorry. That was awkward. Tell me about it. Anyway, Jordan, what have you got coming up today? As we discovered in the last episode, my birthday has been and gone, but it so happens that it's your birthday this week, so happy birthday, Sir Ian. Let's make a toast to porridge oats and honey. Cheers. So it's safe to say that many of us Brits often do enjoy a cheeky drink on our birthday celebration. Some may say overindulging on the booze. Not me. Well, of course. So with this theme, I'll be talking about cocktails. Oh, no way. Awesome. I love a cheeky cocktail. There is a catch. I'll be talking about the world's worst cocktails. Oh, my God. Do you have to? It's your birthday. Thank you very much. It's quite strange because I'm going to be talking about something very similar. Oh, yeah? And what's that? Mass hysteria. Today I'm going to be delving through the history books to bring you some of the strangest cases of mass hysteria ever recorded. So let's go. Okay. Webster's Dictionary defines mass hysteria as the word you entered is not in the dictionary. So I decided to do a generic Google search and this is what came up. A contagious disassociative phenomena that takes place in large groups of people or institutions under conditions of anxiety. One such case occurred in 1956 where for two weeks the people of Taipei, Taiwan were terrified of a phantom slasher who would apparently wade through large groups of people quietly and skillfully using a blade of some sort, I presume, because I didn't say, um, (laughs) and slash people while he brushed against them. Sounds delightful. Absolutely. (laughs) When the police came to investigate it, though, it came about that there was, in fact, no mad slasher, but it was simply the result of the media saying there was. It was a woman. (laughs) No, I think I say later, there's no man or woman. Let me read the script. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Yeah, it was a result of the media saying that there was, causing people to notice old cuts on themselves and attributing them to the mystery figure. Ah. So the slasher never existed. The news said that he or she, there you go, did. People had cuts on themselves and they thought, I've been got! And uh, it became a city-wide fear. Crazy to think how the media has such an influence. Yeah. Who would have thought that? Another such bizarre couple of cases is that of the meowing and biting nuns recording in the Middle Ages. A lot of women and girls were sadly forced into convents by their parents, which caused them to live under conditions such as celibacy, poverty, and hard labour. Which uh, sounds like married life to me. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not going to let that go any further. I am, of course, joking. Anyway, but strange happenings among nuns were reported in not one, but two separate cases that were different but very similar. Mm. The living standards these poor nuns had to endure created the perfect atmosphere for anxiety and caused it to present in the most strangest of ways. One nun in a French convent woke up one morning and started meowing and through the day every nun in this large convent had soon joined in. It even got to the point where it was so structured and the nuns would meow in unison for several hours at a time every day. The neighbours apparently complained and the nuns stopped after what? Uh, being promised better living standards? (coughs) At least uh, fair pay for the work they were asked to do. Incorrect. Or complete freedom over their own bodies. Don't be silly. Well, what then? They were threatened that if they didn't stop, they would be beaten by soldiers. Ah, well, didn't want to jump straight in with that. Of course. Who would? But can you imagine if things like that were still around today? Like, this band's on stage, right? And it's coming to the breakdown, and they're all trying to, like, build it up, and the singer's saying to the crowd, like, Right, you people out there, you settle down, we're going to come in hard. You guys, 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 settle down. Quiet, guy, play, right, I'm calling in the army, you're all getting a beat in, you're getting a beat in, 
You're gonna be. <laughs> Not that kind of beating. Oh. Well, may, 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 might have been, you know, each to their own, I guess. <laughs> Who am I to judge? <laughs> there might be one person in that crowd being like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> nice one. Glad I came tonight. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Uh, our next case of the same nature was in Germany during the 15th century where one nun woke up one day, was obviously feeling a little package, and just decided to start biting the other nuns in the convent. So yeah. the other nuns, rather than trying to stop her, naturally, they joined in until they were all just biting each other. No. no. <laughs> or maybe. And what's worse, in this case, it actually spread to other convents. So it spread through most of Germany, but wait, it gets better. It spread to Holland. It was even reported in happening in some convents as far as Rome. Mm. And uh, what stopped the gnashing nuns, I hear you ask? Care to take a guess? <laughs> I don't know, but to be honest, it sounds like my worst zombie nightmare already. Well, they weren't zombies, but they were stopped because they were tired. But zombies don't get tired. Yeah, no, Jordan, they weren't zombies. But not even zombies in disguise? Right. While Jordan comes to the realisation that zombies don't exist, we'll leave him over there for a second. (laughs) For you at home, I'll move on to my final one. The spooky one. Very fitting for the recording here. In the most haunted house in the Northern Hemisphere! Very true. You see, in 1938, speaking of War of the Worlds actually, one Mr. Orson Welles retold a classic novel of the War of the Worlds, and had done it so in the style of a news broadcast. Very clever, but for the people who turned it on even just after five minutes after it started would have missed the part where they said This is a dramatised reading! Implying not real events. Quite an important bit, is that? Absolutely, mm. aye. It was during the tension and the build-up to World War II and people were nervous and as little as a few hours after the broadcast, thousands of people had taken to the streets in panic. And I'm thinking, to be honest, why the streets? Why would you do that? Well, they didn't have Twitter. Well, what... what? <laughs> if someone said to me... You wouldn't think they're going to strike some Facebook post. Well, no, because if someone said to me, by the way, there's aliens outside, I wouldn't just run into the streets and be like, here I am. You probably my, would, actually. Here is my, well, probably. But let, let's just imagine that these thousands of people aren't like me. They're probably <laughs> going to think, I'll hide in my basement. I'll go to my attic. I'll shut the curtains. Not, I'll run into the... Street, be yeah. like, here's my naked pink vulnerable body. I'm scared of you, by the way. This is when you run downstairs naked. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what they did. They'll just strip off. Like, I'll show them. <laughs> that's a different war of the world, isn't it? <laughs> but apparently, it took the authorities hours to calm down the hype and get people back to their homes. And much like myself, right now, alien free. Did somebody mention me? Piss off, Krabby. Anyway, enough of horror, aliens and biting nuns. It's my goddamn birthday month. I want to know about some cocktails. What are you making me? Okay, I've got a list of six what I think are the world's worst cocktails. Okay. And I think you'll agree. Okay. So, the first one is called the crapper. <laughs> Can I guess what's in this? It's going to be something brown in it. You're pretty right, yeah. And okay, clunky. So... Is it chocolate? Is it Ferrero Rocher? <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually, you'll find out. Okay. Okay, okay. I think as a general rule, the lavatory and consumables should be kept very much separate. There's something backwards about starting your night with your head in the loo because of a drink. Nonetheless, the crapper contains rum, mm-hmm. chocolate, yes. coconut, yeah. and comes garnished with a rather suggestive Snickers log. Okay. <laughs> Probably quite nice, actually. Yeah, sounds alright. Bit chewy. Chewy the better. The second one. The Moby Dick Sazerac. Two words. <laughs> cocktail and seafood. No. 
Absolutely not. I do not like seafood anyway. <laughs> I think any type of seafood is best left out of a cocktail equation. Any type of seafood is best left out of most things. <laughs> yeah, you're not a fan, are you? I'm not a fan. <laughs> this is probably the very top of your list then. Okay, actually, right, I think. Yeah. But there are some ingredients that raise far more questions than others, okay. I would say. So, take ambergris. Have you ever heard of that? Ambergr- that's the thing, that's whale fat, isn't it? Oh, nearly, yeah. It's historically used as a prized Perf- component. Perfume thing. Uh, yeah, in yeah. perfumes and other flavourings, actually. It's a hardened, waxy substance that originates as excretion in the intestines of a whale. Nice. That whetted your appetite? <laughs> After the podcast, I'm going to be making you all these, by the way. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> so number luckily, three. Luckily, I bought my ambergris. <laughs> Let me just dig out my intestines. <laughs> so number three is Mitaquila. The trend of blending food into liquid form has gained popularity in recent years. However, the Mitaquila may be a bit too extreme for even the most devoted smoothie enthusiasts. Is that a me tequila or is it meat? Tequila. That would be the latter. Oh, Good old <laughs> this, beefy tequila. You could call it that, actually. I will call so it this, that. <laughs> when you drink it. When I make my own. <laughs> yes. This hellish drink, or should I say cold boozy soup, oh. combines tequila, pot, chorizo, vegetable juice, balsamic vinegar, pepper, and sea salt, and is served in a margarita glass, garnished with a strip of beef jerky. That is disgusting. Who's who serves Down it. it. Down it. <laughs> It's likely one of the most calorific and filling drinks ever created. That's it if you're a bodybuilder that likes to have a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, it's just a bit of tequila and port, isn't it? I mean, I'd happily have them yeah. get rid of the rest. I'd enjoy a steak before. But I think you'd probably just be then overindulging in some alcoholic beverages rather than having a cocktail. So far, what do you think would be your worst? Seafood. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Don't fancy the sperm whale hardened secretion from the intestines? Well, now you put it that way. <laughs> For the second time. <laughs> <laughs> so number four smoker's cough so this one I know about because a friend of mine who lives in Sweden a Swedish friend he likes ABBA and meatballs <laughs> genuinely actually I'm not just taking the piss he introduced me to the idea of smoker's cough and this makes me feel ill so it's very simple but I think you'll know why in a second it's called smoker's cough okay so you pour Jägermeister into a shot glass not bad before dropping mayonnaise on top oh my f- what? So it's like phlegmy. Oh, God. Smoker's cough. That's horrid. Yeah, that's probably my worst. Is that is that the cocktail? Mayonnaise and Jaeger? Yeah. That must have been created as a joke. Like, genuinely, it's in bars. Yeah, but surely no one's going to be like, I'm really feeling like getting drunk and fat tonight. <laughs> like, I hope it's free range. <laughs> but I really need my arteries clogging if I get drunk tonight. <laughs> It's alright because the Jaeger will pump it right over. <laughs> but so f-ed up. he actually drinks this, my friend. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's had it. Is before. he going to listen to this? Uh, yeah, well, uh, he. Ha- what the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Look at you. It's, uh, yeah, that's my worst. Smoker's cough. Oh, yeah. The name is worse, though. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? Call it because you're thinking. I mean, if you drank it, you'd be like, oh, it's mayonnaise, a Jaeger. But then you think it's called that because it's phlegmy and. It's because it obviously won't dissolve. It'll just sit there in yeah, a little... Yeah, uh, that's kind grim. Of... <laughs> See, the seafood one is like... It just puts me off because it's seafood. That's minging. But that is just sickening. I wouldn't really say the other one was seafood, though. I mean, it's not really seafood, is it? It's more... No, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just calling it that because that's what you called it. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> so he's still thinking seafood worse? No, smokers cough all the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, see what you think to number five. So this is sour toe. It's an unusual drink that is known for its strange and somewhat macabre nature because it features an uninteresting garnish. 
a human toe. Seriously. Oh, I've heard of this one. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've yeah. heard of this one. Have you tried it? Is that your favourite go-to? I've never been to the place <laughs> that serves it. <laughs> I want a sour toe, please. <laughs> so apparently, the toe, which has been preserved through mummification, yeah. is placed into a glass and then covered with the drinker's preferred liquor. The drinker must then touch the toe with their lips when they consume the drink, according to the rules of the drink's consumption. Little toe snog. <laughs> yeah, if you want to call it that. That's yeah. why I call it the, the, the cocktail, to be honest. <laughs> so, as you can imagine, it's one of the few drinks in the world that actually includes a human body part. <sighs> I still think smoker's coffee's worse. Is that bad? No, I, I think smoker's coffee's still worse. Yeah. Okay, what about Even the... Even though mm. I like mayonnaise and I like Jaeger. But the combination and the thought it puts in your head, that's just... That's <laughs> it's really not so, nice, is it? <laughs> today, right, my youngest. Complete bizarre tangent, but hear he me out. He was having Jaeger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and my eldest put some mayonnaise in it, and I was like, hey! <laughs> I'm angry because someone stole my idea. No, uh, my youngest had hiccups, and my wife was making him laugh, and he coughed, and he just did a little bit of spit up. My, my eldest hates sick, so he'd look at me, and he'd be, like, laughing, trying to distract himself, but then all of a sudden, like, do a little gip, like... <laughs> You know, like, ha, 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 like trying to keep it down, like, oh. <laughs> so I was like, I was like trying to distract him. I'd be like, hey, buddy, think about pickles. Do you like pickles? Do you like them on your sandwich? He's like, yeah, I like pickles. Like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to distract yourself. But that's what that shot does to you. You're like, I like, I like mayonnaise. Mayonnaise on a sandwich, spot on. I like Jaeger. Lovely night out, shot of Jaeger. Mix the two together, mix it with smoker's cough. You're like, yeah, yeah I love that. <laughs> it just makes you want to throw up. It's, it's disgusting. Yeah, it's not very nice. In hindsight, I should have probably put that last, shouldn't I? Did you just say, hindsight? <laughs> Enter the crickets. <laughs> it's f***ing done. <laughs> hey, brilliant. It's not bad for all the Ribenas you've had. I know. <laughs> <laughs> six Ribenas deep right now. <laughs> Hardcore. Okay, so number six. Mm. Oh, the the name is called tapeworm. Oh my god! Is it an actual tapeworm? It's not actually. No. Is no. that the shot? It reminds. Me... <laughs> no, no, that would be awful. Though it does. Oh, we'll have to talk about that. It does remind me of the buffet thing. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, we'll talk that... about that after. Yeah, okay, so right. the idea behind the tapeworm is so innately horrible that it's impossible to ignore. Okay. Vodka, mm-hmm. Tabasco, mm-hmm. black pepper, mm-hmm. and mixed in a shot glass before a squeeze of mayonnaise is left oh the snake God. in the bottom <laughs> before looking like a hideous alien parasite you and your mayonnaise yeah best avoided at all costs I'd say did you just look up cocktail mayonnaise <laughs> for me that's probably worse than the Jaeger one I'd probably be happier with that one because think, because of black pepper and tabasco. it's just it's not called smoker's cough well, I'll call it smoker's of... cough. No, oh, well, and... smoker's tapeworm. So if I like say like um, I go out for a, a fantastic meal with my wife, and you're just walking past, you like the smoker's cough that, and I just won't be able to eat my meal. <laughs> it's gonna haunt me for the rest of my life. That drink is smoker's cough, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you once told me a story. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Read it on a Reddit site. Uh, I'll, I'll try and tell it to the best of my recollection. But yeah, it's some guy who used to take the eggs. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. not. Uh, I'm just oh, kind of shaking like... in disgust. I thought you were like, no, f***. <laughs> right, you, you say you've got this good memory. <laughs> it's only for things that are useless to me. That's true. Uh, some guy used to take the eggs and sprinkle them at buffets. Sorry to put anyone off. He used to sprinkle the like, eggs for what kind of parasites were they? Like tapeworms and yeah, all this bizarre kind awful. of shit. Yeah, and like put it over the food. And then he used to think of them as his babies. <laughs> 
he's spreading his family that is out awful. into the world. It's put me off buffets. The only <laughs> buffet that I will go to now is a Chinese restaurant where you specifically order the food from the kitchen. Yes. And they will bring it to you. Unfortunately, that guy works as a chef. Oh, is that right? Is it? <laughs> chef tapeworm. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like the kind of guy that would go back to the bar for a smoker's cough. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Most definitely. <laughs> Dropping a few tapeworms in people's drinks. <laughs> Let me garnish your spiking. beverage. <laughs> it's a different kind of spike, that, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> You're very welcome. Grim birthday present. Uh, I'm yet to see all these cocktails materialise, but I, I, I think I'm... I'm quite happy that you left the ingredients at home. Well, actually, you say that, but lucky for you, I've got them here! <laughs> Let's look in bag number one! Oh. Yeah, I think I'll pass this time. Ungrateful. Okay, so uh, to finish up tonight, as we are in... The most haunted house in the galaxy! We are going to do a quick ghost hunt. I oh, love it. Great idea. Okay, so shall we take the viewers around with us? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's go for a little okay. wonder. Luckily, everything is portable because we live in the future. That's true. <laughs> okay, so as we're walking around, mm -hmm. we just need to be on the lookout for anything that's strange yeah. or out of place. So we just need to be dead quiet, just kind of... Hang on. I've never seen that door before. Me neither. Y you open it. I don't want to. Neither do I. Okay, let's do it together. On okay, three. Okay, right. One, One two, two, three... three. Oh no. Do you see what I see? It looks like we've stumbled upon a ghost rave. Thought there's millions in here. Oh my god, how does this room even fit in my parents' house? How have I never seen it before? It's obviously a ghost door. Wait, is that your Is that your dad? And Crablador dancing in the corner? Crabby! You're an okay guy, you know. Can we do all the most catchphrase? Oh look at that! Happy families now! Okay, Ian, let's leave him to it. Yeah, Should we go idea. back and finish up? Yeah, absolutely. Ah, okay. Okay, so I guess that was quite a lucrative ghost hunt, I guess. I mean, we found a few thousand ghosts at least. Uh, uh, I don't think they saw us, though. I hope not. Are we the ghosts? Did we, did we just walk into a club? <laughs> did Cue. we leave the house? <laughs> too many, too many Ribenas. <laughs> Cue the twilight music. <laughs> Anyway, I think that about brings us to the end of today's show. So, thank you everyone for listening at home. It is a great honour that you burden yourself with our voices. <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. And don't forget to check out the socials. By the way, we have a Facebook group. We have a Facebook page. That's right. We have a Twitter. We have Instagram. And we have an email. Yeah. And even old man over here is getting used to Instagram. I know. Check me out if I did my first post. When this comes out, it'll be about three weeks ago, so by then I'll already be an entrepreneur. We're <laughs> posting every day. It'll be great. But uh, all the links will be in the description of this, so please do reach out. Let us know what you think. Say hi. Let us know which one you think has the sexier voice. Well, actually, on that note, someone did leave a comment on our socials, didn't they? I can't They're believe saying... you're bringing this up, Jordan. Oh, yeah. And I quote, I'm obsessed with Jordan's voice now, though. Really wish he could narrate my next Stephen King book, lol. That's an amazing horror slash mystery audio voice! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Close quote. So, <laughs> Do you want to get any more out of that? <laughs> so I think that answers your question. <laughs> <Off. laughs> <laughs> Go do your Stephen King if you want to. I'll do this podcast on my own. <laughs> Go bang some drums. <laughs> 
Welcome to Ian Alone today. <laughs> today I'm going to be crying in a corner because Jordan left me. But I've still got my kick drum. <laughs> I can play the white stripes. <laughs> nice. But please, if you could, uh, go on to Apple and Spotify and do that whole five-star rating thingy. That would absolutely be amazing. It would totally help us out here and be greatly appreciated at Two Guys What's Up headquarters. Not just here, but also in the most haunted house in the universe. (laughs) But we love you all, and we will see you all next week in another exciting installment of Two Guys What's Up. And in the meantime, Jordan, why don't we go and see if we can watch the end of catchphrase? Let's do it. Fantastic. Crabble a door, leave me a seat. See you later, guys. Au revoir.